Hi guys, good morning. This is such a good, fun, exciting Tuesday. First of all, because it's the last Tuesday of the second season. I'm closing my second season of Cat on the Loose today. So yeah, I'm really excited. And I start, I have two interviews today, like I told you guys. My first guest is here with me via Zoom all the way from Ukraine. He's a super cool, super talented guy. Robbie Kramer, he's a dating and relationship coach, and he's been doing that for so long. He's obviously an expert on the subject. Hi, Robbie. Hi. How are you? For having me. What time is it in Ukraine, by the way? <laughs> it's uh, four thirty in the afternoon. Okay, four thirty in the afternoon. We're doing this nine thirty my time, so your day is like almost over, and we're getting going here. Thank you so yeah. much for being with me. Yeah, thanks for having me again. It'll be fun. Yeah, so can we just jump right in it? Because I have so many questions for you. <laughs> Please do. Well, yeah, let's fire away. The first thing I want to mention, I have had experts in the past, but they're in general dating and relationship experts for 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 couples or for women. So I am super excited about interviewing you because you specialize in dating and coaching for guys, correct? Correct. And you've been dating and coaching guys for a very long time. Yeah, since 2008. Um, That's how long. Prior to that, right around 2005, I was clueless when it came to women and dating. Um, you know, I kind of grew up and uh, went to school and had some relationships and girlfriends or whatever through meeting them, you know, through my classes. Uh-huh. But when it came to like being in the real world and having a job, um, and actually going on dates, I had like never been on a date. So I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea. And because I had no idea, I didn't have any confidence. So I was a little bit overweight. So I had some insecurities around my looks as well. Um, and then I studied all the stuff I could find, learned from a bunch of experts out there, um, took some seminars, became, after succeeding at some of the seminars, became a coach. Um, and then just really learned what worked for me to overcome sort of my issues. And also it worked for other guys. Um, and then I started my business, which is called Inner Confidence, back in uh, 2009. I've been doing it ever since. Awesome. Um, and, uh, so, yeah, I'm actually over here in Kiev, Ukraine. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I used to do events over here in Eastern Europe every summer. And then I fell in love with the area. And I have some Ukrainian roots, so I decided to move here. Cool. And, uh, spent, yeah, by I the way, guys. I here and sometime, yeah. you know. States. Amazing. I want to mention that you are originally from California. So you're in, you, you are in Ukraine and that's super cool. Well, I have a lot of questions for you because yeah, let's do it. first of all, me, obviously I'm in this crazy world of dating, trying to get back to relationships since my husband died in 2018 and it's been crazy. And then when I started this podcast, the girls sent dozens and dozens of questions because apparently we don't understand how the male mind works. <laughs> so let's go. How do you recognize which men are actually just looking for a fun time and which men want a relationship? Is there even a way to figure that out? Be honest. Well, it's, it's a very good question because guys who are just looking for a fun time will often pretend that they're looking for a relationship. And that's obviously so they can, you know, yes. get, get you in bed. I've um, heard that before so many times. Yes. 
Um, so, you know, from the very get go, it's very difficult to tell, especially if he's like a real player and, um, you know, he's good at what he does. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> you know, it can be very tough to tell. Um, and, you know, believe it or not, men have the same problem with women. A lot of the time they'll be like, you know, I really like this girl, but she just seems to want to keep things casual. So the best thing you can do is don't listen to anything he says, only look at what he does, right? Cause his words don't matter, but his actions tell the truth. So, you know, if you've been sleeping together, but he only sees you once a week and he's really busy with work, yeah. he's probably not that busy with work. He's probably busy with other girls too. Um, yeah. And yeah, so usually it's going to come down to like, you know, just recognizing the patterns. If, he, if a guy really likes you, he's going to want to see you all the time. And that relationship is going to progress, um, you know, pretty quickly within a matter of a few weeks or a month, two months, you know, if you're not seeing each other at least two or three times per week, um, he's probably seeing some other girls and, uh, unless he's just crazy busy with work or something like that, but you know, it, most of the time that's the case. Yeah. And you're right. Because even if they are super crazy busy with work, I think I learned that adults make time for what matters. So you can be the busiest person in the world. Everybody has 30 seconds, one minute to text, right. To say hello. We all take lunch breaks. We all take a bathroom break. So there, there is no excuse, right? If the person is not communicating with you, they are treating you how they feel about you. Correct? Correct. Yeah. And if, if, you know, almost if a guy wants to see you, he will move mountains to see you. And if he's not doing that, well, he's probably, he's not interested. Now, like you said, usually in the beginning, and it has happened to me before, they seem so interested and they text every day. Nah, 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 nah. Then once they get what they want, which most of the time means sex, they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. So how do you protect yourself from that? Because sometimes the guy will talk to you for a month, two months, three months. You go on a bunch of dates and then you have great sex and then you have great sex again. And, again, and then all of a sudden the guy just disappears. So how do you judge that? There is no way, right? That's really tough, you know, because yeah. some guys who are just in it for sex, um, you know, those are the guys I, I typically like to coach because I, I tell them, I'm like, listen, that's a really dumb way to go about it. If you just want sex, you know, you can go to professionals for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can be honest because a lot of girls also want just casual sex, right? Right. Sure. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. you know, if you're looking for that, you can find people that are also looking for that. I agree. You know, there's a lot of people out there, Tinder, uh, a lot of these dating sites, seeking arrangements, all those sites are great for hookups. Yes. Um, you know, going to bars and clubs, those sorts of things, you know, also more likely to find people for hookups. Um, and yeah, like if it, it, it's tough, those guys that are willing to put in like a month or two months, you know, to get sex and then they disappear. It's really hard to to really know which guys those are. Um, usually if they're acting like that, they'll never introduce you to their friends or they'll, you know, they're, they'll just be a little bit more secretive. Yeah. Um, and you won't really know what's going on. And there's a reason for that. They're trying to separate you from, from their, their life. life. So yeah, yeah if, if you feel like things are progressing, but you, you're not really learning much more about them and their lifestyle, that's a red flag. Um, I couldn't agree with you more. And personally, and we're talking about grown men here, by the way. We're not talking about teenagers. We're not talking about college kids. We're talking about adults in their late 30s, in their 40s, in their 50s. I personally think it's super immature 
Like if you start something with someone, everybody has the right to change their mind. But if you go on a, a few dates with a girl, if you, whether you have sex with her or not, even if you do change your mind, even if you don't want to see her anymore, don't you think it's like super silly and immature to just disappear? I do. I think ghosting is, um, it's just a really immature way that shows a, you know, just a really bad sort of style of communication. Um, you know, I, I think if you've never met someone, if you, if you just met someone on Tinder or something like that, you've never met them in person, I think it's fine to ghost, right? Like mm -hmm. you don't owe that yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. But if you've actually taken the time to meet up with them yeah. and you spent face-to-face -face time, it's not hard just to say like, hey, I just don't think we're a good fit for each other. Best of luck. Exactly. You know, it's and if you if you can't do that, I think you're just kind of an asshole. I <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> I agree because it has happened to so many of my girlfriends, so many of my listeners. It has happened to me, and I honestly do not understand adults behaving like that. I think this is so childish. Like you said, if you don't want the person, if you've been, especially if you've been on a bunch of dates. You know, oh, especially, yeah. make a two-minute phone call, send a nice message. Like you said, hey, for whatever reason, I don't want to see you anymore. I don't think we're going to, but hey, I wish you the best. So, man, you know, what do you yeah. tell men that do that? Communicate. Sorry, wait, wait, wait. Like, so, what would you say to the guys that ghost people? Oh, I mean, they're just really immature, you know. The, the good thing is that I believe in karma or the boomerang effect. What goes around comes around. I do too. You know? so, <laughs> One of these days, <laughs> somebody will do the things. same to them, uh, to them. I agree. I completely agree with you. Now, is there a way to identify a con artist or a major liar before you get tangled up with them? The, my last guest before you was a really good friend. She's a very successful businesswoman. And she got tangled up on a relationship to a guy that was like a major con artist. But by the time yeah, she found know, out, I, she was already in a relationship first, with him. My first job at a university, I ended up working for two guys who were who were uh, rats against the Italian mafia. Um, and they wow. had big names. Um, it was for a uh, uh, investment company. Um, like penny stocks and I lost a bunch of money and my friends and family lost a bunch of money so I've had unfortunately had quite a bit of experience dealing with con men really? and, con artists. and the thing that and, and even with, when it comes to business or dating they're all the same um, when you ask for personal details or when you ask to get to know them mm -hmm. um, and a background check they'll be weird about it um, they'll be like oh I'm kind of private or I'm kind of this and it's always like they're hiding something you know if someone wants to know anything about me I'm an open book here's yeah. you know <laughs> here's everything you need to know I have nothing to hide go for it like exactly. and I appreciate people that do that due diligence yes. but people that are hiding something they'll be weird about it they'll be shifty about it if you ask them about their past or you ask them about like their social media presence or if you try to google them and you can't find anything eh, there's a reason for that you know, mm -hmm. everyone's Googleable these days. I, you can't find someone <laughs> on Google or Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. There's something shady going on. I completely agree. There is some sort of information about someone out there somehow. I'm not sure the social media is enough because a lot of people lie on social media. They come up with all kinds of stories. And this guy was one of them that my friend was dating. His social media was fabulous and everything else was a lie. But I agree. You can Google the person's name. If they're a business person, they, they're on LinkedIn. So you think it's completely okay when you start dating someone to ask them? 
can I check you out? Can I, what can I find out about you? Is it's not rude at all. Well, right? I would just do it. You know, I would just Google them or, you know, do a, do a little bit of research yourself. And if you can't find anything, mm-hmm. right. That's, that's when I would think of it as a red flag. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on um, mm-hmm. and things got a little bit more serious and, you know, we were, you know, spending a lot more time together, then I might ask, like, listen, I, I really like you and I like where things are going, but there's something that's bothering me and I need to ask you about it. Is that okay? Uh-huh. And of course, they'll probably say yes. And I'll be like, listen, you know, um, I, I don't really know who you are. Like, for all I know, like, you could be, you seem awesome, but I've unfortunately dealt with some people in, in the past that have turned out to be uh, hiding things and totally not who they say they were. Um, and I don't, I'm not willing to, fall victim to that situation again so so do your due diligence nowadays there is no excuse we have the right to know who we are dating (laughs) i completely agree with you and if they if they get upset about that that's that's red flag red flag yes now do you think most men are intimidated by women with strong personalities women that have these types of jobs like me, social media, photos, podcast, uh, modeling, et cetera, et cetera, or that's a myth? Yes, it's definitely not a myth. Uh, it's for sure. Men are very intimidated by women who are powerful, beautiful, successful. Um, you know, just like, just like anyone, you know, there's most of the guys out there aren't nearly as confident as they seem. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the time, the best looking kind of handsome guys are the most insecure about their looks and they have all sorts of confidence issues. And those guys come to me all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, I've even worked with celebrities who, who have a lot of insecurities and, and, uh, confidence issues. So, um, yeah, like they're, they're definitely intimidated and it's a good way to weed people out. Cause if a guy's really intimidated by you, he's probably not going to act very confident, which means you're probably not going to be very attracted to him. Um, and that should just make you feel good as an individual because it's like, listen, I've done all this work to make myself, um, you know, an awesome person. And if people are intimidated by that, then mm-hmm. they, really they just see the gap between where they are and where they feel that you are. Yeah. And, you know, that's their problem, but even not yours. a successful guy, like I said, sometimes it can be a celebrity or the guy makes a lot of money. But when they see a woman that works, that does all these things and takes photos and does social media... I, I notice, and a lot of my friends notice, they shut down or they go away or they have the wrong image of you. And you said, yeah, it's not a myth. So how do we go around it? How do you find um, Well, I think that's, um, there's no way to really go around it. You just have to wait for the guys to show up that are confident enough to not be intimidated. So they do know? exist. They exist for <laughs> sure. They exist. Um, you know, they, they're just harder to find, of course. So, um, you know, online dating is tough. I think online dating yes. is, is filled with a lot of people with the most insecurities. Yes. Um, typically, people who are who have a lot of confidence and who have a lot of friends are very social. They meet people through their friends or through, you know, events or parties or blah, blah, blah. Um, Instagram, I don't really count as online dating, even though it's the biggest online dating site out there (laughs) unofficially. Um, But you know, you can, you can definitely meet people through there as well. 
Um, but if you're if you're like really looking for someone high quality, I, I always tell people to stop looking online, stop looking on Tinder, and you know try to do more things that they like, like doing. Try to get out. Obviously, it's tough given the pandemic, yes. depending on where you are. But the more of a social life you can live, the more likely you'll meet someone cool. Yes. Now, hopefully, hopefully things are getting back to normal that we can actually start going out there and socializing because I agree with you. I personally don't like dating apps. I think it's awkward. And like you said, a lot of people out there are just so flaky. It's not the best idea in the world. Now, any advice for single women out there that... Well, I know you just gave one. Don't date so much through dating apps and go do social things. But is there anything else you say for people, both men and women out there, who are trying to find a nice, serious, mature, committed relationship? What would you tell these people, including me? What should we do that maybe we're not doing? Well, the first thing I always tell all my clients, it's like you will attract the type of, energy you're also putting out there right i feel like we're just kind of mirrors walking around mm -hmm. and whoever sees themselves in your mirror there there will be an attraction there so the first thing to do is is look at yourself and look to see like okay are there any things that i can improve about myself clean up about myself are there ways that i'm behaving that i'm disappointed in myself with should i be spending more time in the gym or should i fix that you know, whatever it is that giving me a little bit of insecurity. So I say first, like focus on you, mm -hmm. you know, and like get to a point where you feel really good about yourself yes. and you feel like I deserve that thing that I want. Mm -hmm. And then you will literally put that energy out there and that will, that will come shining back. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I remember for the longest time I was chubby and overweight um, and I just had a lot of insecurities around that. And, you know, people said, Oh, looks don't matter. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But they don't matter unless they don't matter to you. And they really did matter to me. But after I lost the weight, I felt like, you know, a thousand bucks. And I went out there, my dating life radically <laughs> improved because of my, not because I like, you can succeed if you're overweight, but you have to not actually care about it. Yeah. So work on your insecurities, work on the things that bother you. Mm -hmm. um, and then surround yourself with people that are looking for the same things you are. You know, like if, if you're hanging out with people, and you know basically like show me your friends i'll show you your future so if <laughs> yes. all your friends are like married boring people in relationships and you're single you're probably gonna have a hard <laughs> time meeting a lot of people right so find True. some other cool single friends that are kind of in your sort of lifestyle go out with them do things with them um, and you'll start to you know the bigger group of people you're gonna attract more people uh -huh. to you yeah so so yeah. true yeah so first take care of ourselves our self-esteem our life and then hopefully you find somebody out there that appreciates you and has the same energy level as you perfect now do you think that's a question i get a lot i want to see your opinion is it true if we have sex too soon like you're dating someone you go on one date the second date is great you're like well i want to have sex with this person does that mean the man will not respect us and he'll think, oh, it's, it was too easy with her. I don't want anything serious with her or this is a myth? That's a really tough one. Um, it I think is it a depends tough on one. the guy. Yeah. It really depends on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've seen some relationships that worked out when the people got together, you know, based on like a, a, the, the first night they hooked up and they ended up together. Um, and I've also seen some relationships work where 
you know, the guy had to wait six months. <laughs> um, I can, I can say in general, um, you know, guys like to hunt, they like to chase. Yes. So if it feels like it's just way too easy, eh, maybe, maybe that's a reason for that. Um, but also, you know, from, a, from a woman's perspective, like you don't want to be playing too many games and you don't want to, you don't want to withhold sex just because you think that's the only thing that'll make it. Right. I so, know you shouldn't be yeah. like a bargaining chip, right? It should be, I think it should happen when it's natural. And yes. like you said, if the guy's an asshole, I don't really think it matters if you're going to have sex on the second date or the fifth date, he's going to be an asshole. Right. And if exactly. he likes you and the sex is great, he's still going to like you. Right. Yeah, exactly. If the guy's a jerk and he's just looking for sex, hey, he might wait and he might like <laughs> put in those two months and, and to get it and then he'll disappear the same as if he would have disappeared after the first date. So I don't think it really matters a whole lot, but, you know, it's just whatever feels right to you. And when that when that moment is right. Yeah. Um, you know, so the there is no rule. No rule. Yeah. So yeah. do you think you've been doing this a long time? I have had guy friends tell me that. What I'm looking for and what a lot of my friends are looking for, I'm an old-fashioned romantic. I was married for 14 years. I like relationships. I, I, I don't judge anybody at all, but I'm not big on casual sex, hookups. People think I am because they, they misread my social media. They see my photos, da, da, da. They think, oh, this girl is a crazy party girl, but I'm not. I'm a major relationship person. I like the whole thing of... Uh, You know, having a relationship, planning dates, planning vacations, blah, blah, blah. So I'm a hopeless romantic and I'm also always, always hoping that there is love and there is romance and there's everlasting love. So a lot of my male friends tell me, forget it, you're crazy, you're looking for something that is completely dead, all men cheat, all men are liars, just enjoy, you know, you're crazy. This is something that doesn't exist anymore. So my question to you, you're a man and you're an expert in the subject. Is romance, commitment, nice, serious relationships a dream of the past or you think they're still possible? Well, no, I don't think it's definitely, I, I think it exists for sure. I'm kind of proof of that. Um, I was the biggest player you'd ever met uh -huh. or had ever met and now I'm in a monogamous relationship and I uh -huh. have been for, for about nine months. Um, and I think the problem that most singles kind of see out there is, you know, when, when you, you don't really hear about the people in monogamous relationships because they're just right. They're not talking about it. They're just living their life and, yeah, and they're probably happy, having a very yeah. peaceful, nice, normal life. Right. So they're not talking about it, but what you're seeing on social media is damn blizzarian parties, girls, um, you know, crazy, this crazy, that people being photographed in Dubai on balconies naked, right? Like all this crazy shit. So we're, we see that because it's loud. But that doesn't mean the other stuff isn't doesn't exist. Um, and when it comes for a woman, if they're trying to find a guy, like it's actually best to find a guy who's done a bunch of crazy shit before. And then he's probably like he's done it. He's been <laughs> yeah. there. He's over it. Yeah. And he's ready for something more stable. Yeah, um, that's that's why I think older guys dating younger women um, typically have a little bit better chance because most young guys they haven't kind of gotten to sow their wild oats and they haven't gotten all that sexual crazy stuff out of their system mm -hmm. where they want something more stable um, and long-term and committed. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until I turned like 38 where I was interested in like having kids and a family and having a more like stable, normal life. Mm -hmm. um, I had like many, many years where I just wanted to 
play and be crazy. Um, And that's, that's fine. That's good. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's just important as a guy to understand like, okay, if I need that, it's totally fine to go and do that and Mm -hmm. have those experiences. And as a girl, if you meet a guy and they're still, it's clear that they're still like looking for that. It's like, okay, listen, that's fine. You go do that. And I'll wait for someone else to come along who's more on the same page. Yeah, but you Um, know, now, um, at least I noticed because me and my friends were like on the same age group and most of us have already been married once. There are a lot of guys in their late 40s and early 50s. At this point in their life, they're super successful. So they're making great money. Many of them look good. They take care of themselves. Then they tell us. Like we were saying in the beginning, oh, I, I want a relationship. I want a girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. But after a while, turns out they just wanted sex or they just wanted to play and they're like enjoying life all over again. So that's that's a variation too because now these men are, are just, they want to enjoy life, you know? And and they lie that they want a relationship. Who already have children and they've already had a family. And they've kind of done that and now they're divorced and they're single and they look good and they're rich and they just want to go out there and kind of make up for the time that they missed maybe when they were in their <laughs> 20s or early 30s. Yeah. And yeah, those guys um, are definitely the ones to look out for because odds are if they have a family and kids yeah. and they're like out of that, like they've already done that. They might not be looking for that again. So yeah. like look for a guy who hasn't done that yeah. stuff and who's wanting to have that experience. So just- I have more luck. We just need to shift, sift through the mess and the players and the, <laughs> the chaos and, yes. until you find the right one. But I like that you said that romance and, and committed relationships are not dead. So hope is alive. <laughs> Good. So Robbie, <laughs> how do people, so do you coach online if somebody's interested in your work? I do. Um, I have a lot of different options. I build custom coaching packages for okay. people who are interested. Great. Um, how yeah, do they find you? Can they send a message on your Instagram? Instagram works great. Um, your Instagram Robbie, is Robbie Kramer, Kramer. right? Um, or you can go to my website. That's inner, I-N-N-E-R, confidence.com. And you can send me a message through uh, Instagram or through my site and get in touch and we can figure it out. Great. Thank you so much. I can't believe time went by so fast. We're like uh, uh, approaching the end of our half hour. You're amazing. You have so much great information, very rich. I know I'm going to get dozens of questions for you. So maybe if you're game, uh, you can come back for the the beginning of the third season and answer all the questions that people are going to send. I'd love to. This is a lot of fun. The time flew by. <laughs> yes, I know. So. Yeah, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your insight. And um, I think the the message of this episode is don't ignore the red flags. If a guy is not sending you messages, if a guy, like you said, quote unquote, is too busy with work, they don't care about you. They're doing something else, right? Because everybody yeah. finds time for people that they, they care about. Correct? Agreed. Totally. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, this was amazing, Robbie Kramer. I really appreciate your time. Thanks, Thanks a lot. Kat. See you soon. Appreciate it.